Welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. We are back in the story mode here. (laughs) We are in the traveling sprinter van, and I do have a name for it. I think we're going to wait just a wee little bit because I have a couple of interviews coming up with Fred Dodson, basically about his escape from New Zealand. Uh, so we'll, we'll let that story stand, but that's coming. And he is now actually residing in the United States and has a seminar coming up in Orlando, Florida in early March. If you're catching this in real time that you might want to take a look at, we'll have more information on that coming up. But yes, I am hanging in Florida where, why? <laughs> why would I be in Florida? Because there are no sub-freezing temperatures here to freeze up the water lines and the stuff in the van. So This is where I've come to kind of punch everything out and get used to this. The big hit so far has been Wi-Fi. And actually what the deal is, some of you know this already, that if you have an unlimited data plan on your cell phone like I do, it doesn't apply to hotspots. At least they lower your speed. Well, what I do for a living is move big files around on the Internet, video and audio. That takes a lot of gigabyte space of bandwidth. Well, when they restrict you and slow it way down, then basically you're forced to go find Wi-Fi in various places, and that's what I've been dealing with. There are some solutions that I'm looking into, but that's kind of this week's issue du jour. But I thought I'd take a wee bit of a step back and tell a story that directly correlates to energy. This is such an energy story. Oh my gosh. And it's a big confession on my own part. Okay. Something that I've had all of my life that really astrology helped me understand and embrace what it was and how it's used in my life or what to do with it, basically. But I have always been able to really put my head down and put excessive energy and force, if you will, into accomplishing a short-term goal. In other words, I can push walls out of the way (laughs) and make something happen. And sometimes it ain't pretty. You know, sometimes there are bodies left on the trail, so to speak, metaphorically, not certainly literally. Well, when everything came together in mid-December 2021, my son looking at me and saying, Dad, you should be in an RV. (laughs) And then, I mean, it was just click, click, click that I ended up with this van, and I wanted to not have to engage another month where I was, because where I was was pretty expensive, actually, and the van I knew was going to have initial costs, so I wanted to clip that rent and get out of there, and also the pollution issue, so just a whole combination of things. I wanted to leave by the end of the month. Well, that gave me about, I don't know, 10 days to go through everything, figure out where everything was going to live in a storage unit, get the booth taken down, get everything moved over, and then populate the van with everything that I needed in it, and doing all of that with AFib. So it's like, um, was that a healthy thing to do? No. But it happened, and you know, and also at my age, it's, <laughs> it's like, when are you going to slow down? Well, That will happen, you'll know, because there won't be any more podcasts. (laughs) Let's put it that way. I don't plan to slow down one bit until then. But there's a big difference in now that I understand the energetic lifestyle, we can actually move and bend time to our favor when we stay in the zone. 
and I clearly allowed myself to get out of the zone. And how you know where that is is exactly when you start forcing through ego control and basically all your tools are off on the side of the road. And that's kind of what happened. I got in that state of I've got to get X amount done per day if this is going to happen by this time. And it was head down and no spiritual practice in the way and boom, you know, making it happen. Well, the universe now, you know, we have a different relationship, the universe and I, (laughs) in my own life. And staying within the boundaries of my spiritual practice is very, very important to me. It's kind of interesting, the contrast here, because I've stopped doing certain things in my life that I actually allowed this other thing to come into my life, if you will, which broke the pace. So it's like, don't be judgmental about which ones you take up and which ones you don't, right? So I really have to think that through. And I mean, I've been doing some serious contemplating and armchair quarterbacking or Monday film reviewing on that as I look back on everything that happened and strategize what I'll do next time to make sure it doesn't. But basically, I got in this hyper-driven mode. Here's what happened. I had made this early morning run to the storage unit and dropped some stuff, and I was headed back to the house. I was on Interstate 40, and I got rear-ended. Now, I was driving my Jeep, but I was towing a U-Haul trailer, a small 4x8 U-Haul trailer behind the Jeep. What happened is I was in the right-hand lane. Now, when I'm towing with the Jeep, the Jeep is not a good tow vehicle anyway, so you don't put a lot of thrust or force on it. But I was coming up in the right-hand lane against a a slower-moving truck. So I checked in the rearview mirror. I saw the vehicle back there, but I had plenty of room to make a safe lane change, which I did. And I mean, you just count about 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, boom, got hit from behind. Well, the thrust or the force of it, uh, I felt for an instant there, I was like, wow, that's what whiplash would feel like. So I kind of checked. I knew I was okay. So the first order of business was to get back to the right crossing the traffic that was oncoming in the right-hand lane and get over to the shoulder. That took about two to 300 yards before I could get pulled over. Meanwhile, in my rearview mirror, I saw that he had done a 180 and hit the guardrail. So I knew that that was the serious situation. I mean, at worst, I had a completely demolished trailer behind me, but it was towing. There weren't any flat tires, so I made my way over to the right-hand lane. As I got out and called 911, I saw that he was also getting out of his vehicle way up there, up the road, and uh, so I knew he was okay. He was moving. So didn't know if there was a passenger in the vehicle at the time. There wasn't, but uh, at least somebody was moving around that vehicle. Well, called 911, and during the time on the phone with them, he walked down toward me, and we exchanged, are you okay's? made sure we both were, miraculously, and then we started to um, proceed to uh, wait for the highway patrol to come to do what they do. So bottom line, that was it. And here's the crazy thing. When I walked back, (laughs) I expected to see this trailer just completely caved in from the back. There was literally not one scratch on it. Now, I'd taken the insurance, so I wasn't worried about the trailer, certainly the Jeep. But the Jeep was fine. 
and the trailer literally did not have a scratch on it. The only thing I can think of is A, hand of God, B, that the trailer had these two rubber bumpers, uh, bumper pads on the rear bumper, but they were only about, I don't know, 8, 10, maybe 12 inches off the ground. And the damage on his car, at least the initial damage, was on the headlight, which was way up above where those bumpers were. So I don't know what happened back there, but I know that he probably was not paying attention and just came at me full speed and was as surprised as I that he had had a wreck as his car was spinning around into the guardrail. I don't know that this is what happened, but lesson number one, don't text while we're driving, right? That was a big lesson for me that I've like really curtailed phone usage when the vehicle is in motion, and that's as it should be anyway. So lesson number two, the divine wake-up call. Thomas, you are bulldozing your way through this thing. Stop. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Stop it. The Bob Newhart video on YouTube. Stop it. Two words. Well, that was obviously the very present initial reaction and lesson. So I sat with that. Then the next thing that came up was the stuff. It's like, Thomas, you are driving yourself crazy to put stuff in a storeroom where you're going to pay to have it sit and rot. And it's just stuff. Well, ironically, I was communicating this to one of our listeners who mentioned that she had been hearing messages of decluttering very loudly from Spirit over about the same period. So I'm like, wow, here's this message that is permeating the space of the, of the, of the universe for us to declutter, to get rid of stuff. So the action that I could take was when I got back, I left a lot more stuff than I would have otherwise tried to cram into the storage units that were, uh, by the time we got everything in, already full anyway. Well, I've got it in there. I can go back and deal with it now. I wanted to get some time in the van and wanted to come see some folks in Florida first on the first stop. But there's a project awaiting me when I get back there is what to do with all of that stuff. I think the other time, the other thing, too, is I wanted a little bit of time to kind of think through it. But here's the bottom line takeaway from this for me is that I got out of my energetic sweet spot. And in doing so, and by commanding the horns of the bull by myself, lost that support from the universe that typically would keep one safe from something like that. It's that protective energy that would have at least warned, maybe not pull over right now, or that would have let the guy look up and see what was ahead of him and he could have made corrective action. There are a lot of things that could have happened in that moment. And I really believe that when we're operating out of high levels of energy, that those things become much more available to us. Will we access them every time? Yeah, maybe not, but they are more available. And when we say, well, you know, yeah, but Thomas, accidents happen. Yes, that's true. They do. And I think when we are living that kind of vibration, that we do get the warnings and the prompts. We don't have to walk right into them like I did. So that's kind of the lesson from the field here. <laughs> lesson number one was just getting here. Now, I think where I am at this point is getting settled into the van. So there's been this big, major change, kind of like what I'm seeing at my son's house with the new baby. You know, it's like 
this big, major, life-shifting wow, and they just didn't have any idea what baby number two (laughs) did to the home. But it's the same kind of thing. I mean, here's this big new adjustment and just sitting with it and being with it and all the things that are unfamiliar or that might be a bit of a current distraction, I think I'm starting to settle into. And then the next step or phase will be obviously to kind of get in back into the full-on Zen zone. So I'm doing a lot of things along the way. I uh, <laughs> put on uh, some nice music. There's a sound bar in this thing. You know, it's got a Bose sound bar thing. And I put this nice, well, it was some Enya music and just some old tunes that brought back some memories. And it's like, ah, uh, had the back doors open and the air was great. And that's the kind of thing that I'm moving toward now is the settling in and you know, kind of know the little routine and the drill, and that's getting better and better every day. So then next, it's going to be really reconnecting back to that Zen area. All right, coming up, oh, one of the fun things I got to do this past week here in January is I met with Fred Dodson in person in the van next to a lake in a suburb of Orlando. It was amazing. And we recorded three podcasts, so those will be forthcoming. I need to edit them. Fred needs to listen to them because there is some sensitive stuff that he talked about in his story of how he got from New Zealand to Florida. So that story will be upcoming. We're going to have videos on a video channel here soon when I get that bandwidth thing. I thought it was going to be happening now. I thought we this would be more of an announcement, but I've got to get that bandwidth thing figured out. So we'll get the videos up and going and a lot of really cool stuff going to be happening around here as we tell the story of enjoying the journey in the Sprinter van. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.